Well, hello. Once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection. Broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, Steamverse, from our various bunkers and airships. With me, as always, is Fax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. <laughs> with me is Jack from Steam Chest. Hello. <laughs> and we have with us today, Master Blue Stocking from <laughs> Steampunk Dollhouse Podcast. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about Steampunk, most likely. Guess what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. All right. We're back with the Texas Steampunk Connection for the second week of June. Uh, and it and it's hot. It's hot it outside. Sucks. Oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> um, it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Yeah. It is It is International Steampunk Day. Yes, I was going to say it. You beat me to it. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, it is International Steampunk Day. Yay! Yay! And do you know what Wait. makes it International Steampunk Day? Because somebody said it was International Steampunk Day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> somebody threw a steampunk party and uh, posted it on Facebook and decided that was the day. And that's all it takes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you want to make a holiday, go for it. What's up? Hey, Kitty. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I had to uh, very quickly shuffle a cat into a room so that you're not hearing her yowling like crazy. Aww. <laughs> oh no, the cone of shame. Cone of shame. We have the cone of shame, yes. Poor thing. But still trying to get the licks in. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this weekend, uh, somehow in late in the night, Sunny got her eye poked by something oh. in the house in the backyard another dog's tail i don't know but uh when we woke up in the morning she was squinting and Aww. really low energy which suggests she was in pain and we took her to the vet like you know desperate to get an appointment on a sunday uh banfield came through we got her in and she had a uh yeah she had a scratch on her cornea so she's in the cone of shame and we're, we've got her medicine and she's she's getting much better much better. Good. That's good. <laughs> uh, for those who just tuned in, you'll notice Jack is not here tonight. Um, he he was feeling sick, probably because of the Sahara dust blowing in. Uh, everybody is saying, it feels it's like so something bad. just blew in on the wind, and, and we all feel terrible. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's what it is. He's already caught everything else, so... <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, I mean it keeps happening. It's just it's baffling to me that the Sahara dust is attacking Texas. I, it know. happens every few I know years, it, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts to come up. It's either the Saharan dust or the smoke from the wildfires in California, but it always ends up yes. in Texas. <laughs> yeah, just trying to go to my workshop was absolutely bonkers because it's just haze everywhere and crazy yeah. amounts of wind trying to open up a door while I'm holding a box was very, very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, the wind yeah. was bananas today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and looking over the the uh, city skylights, everything is, is hazy and brown and good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's all of us. I mean, I'm, I'm all the way up here in Denton. And we've got it too. So yeah, my car, our cars are just covered in a fine yellow. It's awesome. So from, 
pollinating a few months back, and now we get Sahara. <laughs> it never ends. Never. Kitty, congratulations on completing your spring season. Thank you. I think I finally recovered from heat stroke last week. Oh, no. Well, not heat stroke, heat exhaustion. I didn't exhaustion. quite get to stroke level. That was a different <laughs> festival a few years ago. Thankfully, Jason's Deli was really amazing at that time and let us sit there for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to whoever was working at jason's deli however many years ago that was <laughs> well good because it is tonight. it is a full yes. moon tonight yep yes it is and the heat is just gonna build i actually looked for the forecast looked at the forecast for, for new orleans next week and it's still not great but it's actually gonna be better than it is gonna be here so really you yeah it's so, gonna huh? be well, I mean, it's humid. I know it's going to suck, but still, we're not climbing over 100, so... The humidity makes all the difference, you're going to find. Yeah. That's what I found the one time I went to New Orleans in June. It was it was soupy. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how humid it can get up here, though. I mean, we've had some... For being so far north, we get... Well, I'm not you don't know what humidity is, but <laughs> New Orleans humidity is just... Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I've read the warning. Uh, one of these times that I went up to Amarillo, uh, just I hadn't been there in so long. And it was one of those really hot 98 degree days. And I'm just like, this is really pleasant. It's dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone else around me is just like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. It's miserable. It's sticky. It's gross. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is like, I'm just like opening up the oven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's the one thing I miss about Pennsylvania is the, the summers. They were much, much easier to do. They're all walking around in 89 degrees. It gets so hot. Like, no, it's not. It's perfect. I love it. But then you get winter and eight feet of snow. Prefer eight feet of snow over a thin layer of ice. Not every single day when you've got to drive through it to work. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, and shovel. and Because there are no snow days unless the state declares an emergency. There are no snow days. You still have to go. Doesn't matter how much there is. If the state's open, business snow. You, get, you learn to drive in it real quick. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Sunny, go away. All right, well, Dax, what weird and wonderful beer do you have for us tonight? <laughs> uh, well, I, I was feeling like dessert, and I've had this before. Uh, the Cinnamon Dulce Nitro Stout by uh, Firestone. It's uh, Okay, interesting. It's it's sort of a halfway desserty cinnamon beer. Is it like super cinnamony or just? No, just fairly mildly. Uh, it, it's mostly stout. I mean, it's very thick and brown. Yeah. And, Good uh, Lord. <laughs> and it has a, a, a milk stout scent. And uh, I, I talked about it the, the last, wow, January, February, when we when it's appropriate to drink stouts. Um, but, yeah, can't sit in my refrigerator forever. So I'm, that's what I'm having tonight. Nice. What have you got? Um, I just have Angry Orchard, as usual. I need to replenish my supplies. And that's what I always keep on hand, so... You know me, I like to keep it pretty simple. Although when I was at Harvest House today, they have um, a black currant cider on tap from Locust. Locust. Yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah, and they also had a uh, passion fruit last week. That was, yeah. So I like that place. They always have weird ciders on tap. 
So, yeah. So black currant, does that have like a raisiny flavor? Vaguely, it's not super sweet. Um, so it doesn't, you know, knock you over with that. Because some of the ones that I've had are just so sweet that it'll kill you. But it's kind <laughs> of a drier cider. And it's it's just got a nice little bit of a sour tang to it. It's very dark. Yeah, it's like I said, it's from Locust uh, Cider Company. So, yeah, highly recommend. But Locust makes some really good ones. So, yeah. That's highly, delicious. Highly. It was. It was really, really good, especially with as hot as it was over there. Yeah, it was just nice to to work on that. So, Kristen, uh, you you jumped on last. I jumped minute. on. I have last nothing of the last minute. So I have no drink. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> if you need to get a drink, I mean, we understand. I will go and get a drink. <laughs> Give me like two minutes, and I will be back here with a drink. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We can hold down the fort. We're timing you. Wow. She really did go. <laughs> she's moving. <laughs> um, so while she's gone, you were uh, cloned against your will this week. I was what? You were cloned against your will. Somebody oh, Instagram the Instagram thing? You. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's better than some of my friends. Like three people I know in the last few months have had their IG accounts hacked and um, hijacked and taken over. But mine wasn't. It was just cloned, which is, you know, I checked last night and that account has already been shut down. They, everybody that saw it reported it. But apparently I was sending messages to people. So, yeah. Although I will give them props for actually spelling my last name correctly. Nobody ever spells my last name correctly. So they actually spelled it right. They got the A in there. So, oh, <laughs> what is that? Is it Cayman Jack? Jack, Cuban Mojito. I found Bottled these this year, I guess. Uh, during Ren Fair, and it's just like, oh, mojito in a bottle? Yes, please. <laughs> Does it nice. have like mint floating in it, or is it fairly mint extract? <laughs> okay, it's a very different thing. Okay, you know, right. if I got a little bit of a headache, little bit of pain reliever, little bit of peppermint, we're good. It's medicinal. Exactly. <laughs> However, it doesn't actually have rum. That's easy to fix. What's in it then? <laughs> Is it just the flavor? Is it not alcoholic? So it it is alcoholic, but it is oh gosh, how is it? Um, grain alcohol, <laughs> some type of grain alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> if it actually had rum, they wouldn't put it in the beer section. True, true. So it's a malt liquor. Yes, that's the word. Ah, okay, okay. I cannot guarantee that my brain is going to produce the right words today. <laughs> Welcome this to the was, show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we only have a, a, a very loose plan for tonight. So awesome. Know. Kitty, have you ever been to New Orleans? Once. And it was 2018. So okay. I made the unfortunate mistake of wearing one of my full-length skirts in the French Quarter. Don't do that. It okay. absorbs everything off the ground. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm going to be in yeah. sneakers and shorts. So, yeah, no, because we're Definitely doing a couple of, yeah. yeah, we're doing a couple of tours and stuff. So, yeah, we yeah, got we're doing to do the, yeah. a tour and excellent. Yeah. Yeah. What so kind of what tours did you do? Um, did one of the ghost tours that was a walking tour downtown <laughs> ended up running into uh, the uh, former members of Airship Isabella <laughs> and they were like, oh, hey, y'all are here. Hey, do you want to come on our bus tour tomorrow? We're like, um, sure. Yes. Nice. <laughs> so we did that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, we're doing a, a walking ghost tour. And then we're also doing the walking jazz tour. Oh, so, nice. 
and we're doing a riverboat jazz cruise. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We're very excited. Our nights are kind of packed up because the, the walking ghost tour is from like eight to 10, I think. So yeah. Very excited. Very excited. Gonna go find Anne Rice's house in the first street, the garden district. <laughs> when you say the uh, steamboat jazz tour, are you getting on the steamboat, Na- steamboat notches? Um, I think that that one is down for repair or something. So it's a different oh. one. But yeah, it's. I went through Expedia and they have all the, the activities you can do in the time that you're going to be there. And yeah, this is some nighttime riverboat jazz cruise and it's got food and it's got drinks. And so that sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, very excited. The uh, the time we went down in, in June, uh, further back than, ni- ni- than 2018, I think, um, we went on the, the Steamboat Natchez for brunch and to uh, sort of just cruise down the river and back again. Um, it was really cool, though, uh, to see uh, the, the, the steam engine and all the cogs and big old uh, stuff <laughs> going on. What am I hearing? Okay. Uh, so that was going to be one of the things I brought up as, you know, the, the steampunk of New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, I bring, I'm bringing all this up because you are going to New Orleans. You're going to miss the next show. No, I'm not. I, I got my, no, I got my dates wrong. Cause I'm going next week. We don't have a show next week. Oh yeah. No, I got my dates screwed okay. up when I said that. Yeah. So no, I, no, I'm no, I'm, I, we're leaving out on Saturday and we'll be back Sunday next. Yeah. We're going to be like this. I, I think it's the 18th. It's we're going to be going. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, so no, I the show. No, I have my dates mixed up. Like I said, we're leaving out on Saturday and we'll be back. So yeah, I'm nope, still we're excited good to go. for you because <laughs> New Orleans is exciting and wonderful and delicious. I we that yeah, the food part. That's why we have two dinner reservations. It's very specific places we wanted to go to, but we're looking forward to just trying all the hidey holes and you know all the little hole in the wall places. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. That's I mean that's we're gonna eat our way through New Orleans. <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. going to need more than a week to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get a start on it. And my brother and his, uh, and his, my sister-in-law, they, that was where they honeymooned. So they go down there and that was in 2003. So they go a lot for their anniversary. Yeah. Cause they got married at Halloween. So yeah. So they go down there a lot. So they're got, they've got recommendations too. So, and we're staying oh, okay. at the Olivier house hotel in the cottage house, in the carriage house. So very fancy. Wow. Super excited. <laughs> Yeah, we're excited to take road trips now that we have a decent car, so it's going to be fun. Okay, so you've you're you're hitting the the, the steamboat and mm-hmm. uh, seeing all the music, which is awesome. <laughs> Some of the my favorite music that I happened across there was just like skiffle bands playing in the streets. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's why we're doing the walking jazz tour as soon as we get there Sunday night. We're going to drop off stuff at the hotel and then you know, clean ourselves up a little bit, and then five o'clock. And it's a tour, and you get to drink as you go walking around in the, the French Quarter, and they're going to take you to all little different spots. So, yeah, nice. and that way we can, you know, see restaurants as we go and figure out our rest of the – yeah, that's yeah. that's what we're looking forward to is all the live music. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah. Be careful yeah. while you're walking down there and someone comes running at you screaming, and then it's just like, shots! <laughs> No, that's what I told Matt. I said, we're going to get rolled on the way back to our hotel the very first night. I just know it. <laughs> well, it's really bad. Well, it's just like, it seems like they are calling you out because they are genuinely concerned about something for you. And then it's just like, they drag you in there and like, shots. Great. Okay, sure. Why not? 
and then it's twenty dollars a piece, and you're like, "Are you serious?" Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, now our middle-aged selves wandering around New Orleans. <laughs> Easy mark, more, probably. But... More daiquiri man myself. He is a beer man when he drinks, but it is not very often. So I think that's why he's because the hotel is like literally 0.4 miles from the quarter. So we should be able to <laughs> just leave well, the car there and just wander around and find our way back. Good. Well, yes, I'm obviously a beer man, but in New Orleans, You're when daiquiri. there's like a daiquiri bar at every corner, and oh, you can really? carry your daiquiri from one corner to the next quarter. corner, yeah. there's no reason why you shouldn't be drinking all the time. Yeah, I mean, all of the tours, all of the walking tours, make sure to note about, you know, you can take your drinks with you as you go. <laughs> yep. It, Every single one of them. It yeah. feels bizarre, considering <laughs> in Austin, you're you're not definitely not allowed to leave a bar with a drink. Fredericksburg, you can. You can have you can be walking around on the streets of Fredericksburg with your uh, your your wine or your fancy beer from the, the tap rooms down there. So, yeah, you can do. I don't mean I don't know how far out from the the city right. center it extends but yeah no you can <laughs> wander around the streets it's, of historic fredericksburg just it's similar in granbury hammered. except huh? in granbury uh in granbury yeah. it's about just the the central block because they've got like the several uh yeah they've yeah. got several little uh winery tasting rooms there and restaurants that oh yeah you get your drink and then you can do whatever activity is happening there on the square which made for a really awesome event one year uh that was for halloween and all the ladies had their glass of wine and were trying to uh upstage each other for their halloween parties nice <laughs> yeah, yeah i just, cannot it wait just feels more relaxed and just like you're having a good time the whole time when you don't have to put your drink down. Yep. So uh, I, I think wander in and out of bars and listen to the jazz. And, and I, um, I have synesthesia, a real mild of synesthesia. So when I hear live music, I see colors. So live music is sometimes kind of hard for me, but I think if I'm just wandering around down there in and out of places with, you know, wine or a daiquiri in my hand i think it's going to be okay so i'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it because it's been a long time since i've seen a live show that i could really you know, pay attention to so yeah that's going to be fun too so you know new adventures 46 years old time for new adventures so <laughs> yeah. yeah it's going to be a lot of fun let's see well, what did you do when you went places you have to hit okay. um uh let's see you got to get beignets Cafe yeah, we're actually, we are 0.4 miles from Cafe du Monde, so <laughs> our hotel is. So yeah, we're going to go out in the morning because my advisor, she said, don't try to eat there because it's too much. Just get it to go and take it back hotel because of the crush of people. Yeah, yeah. Get, getting a, a table there is, is uh, it, it takes a while. There's going to be a line out the, out the side, down the street, around yeah. the corner. Um, there are also beignets just a few blocks down at Cafe Beignet. And I hear they're just as good <laughs> or also good. You can't, you can't have a restaurant in New Orleans that's not good because yeah. someone else will, will uh, do you one better and you'll be yeah. out of business. So it's all good. It's all yeah, good the, there. There's so much because we were flipping through open table. Because the one place that I knew I wanted to go was Commander's Palace. But after that, we were just flipping through open table looking. And there's just so much so much and a lot of them were hard to get reservations for i mean our reservation for friday is at antoine's and that's at 
6.15, so we're going to eat early bird special like old people because that was the reservation that we could get for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Commander's Palace, we're eating at 5.30 because that is literally the only thing we could get that week. I mean, it was mentioned in an Anne Rice book 20 years ago, 30, 30 years ago. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it, it gets busy now, which, I mean, I will totally admit it's a fangirl moment. That's why I want to go there. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I have I started, read about this restaurant when I was 15 years old. And I'm like, oh, it sounds so fancy. So, yeah. But, I mean, the, the menu on the, the website just sounds, I hope it lives up to my 15-year-old expectation. <laughs> I sure will. I sure will. For the food alone. Yeah. Yeah. The um, menus are just bananas. They sound like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, we planned out our evenings for the most part, but our days are completely open. So we're just going to wander hither and yon and see where we end up. You got to get a po' boy someplace. That's, yeah, Matt is, yeah, we're, we've already determined we will have to hunt those down. Probably several. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not like they're hard to find. Yeah. But you're missing out if you don't find get at least one. Yeah. One of oh, I'm sure we'll do a tasting throughout the city. <laughs> No, there are, like I said, this is, we're trying to break up the food with other stuff, but there's going to be, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's one and of our I've favorite things to do is find new restaurants. About uh, Central Grocery, home of the original Muffaletta. Yes, you told me about that one. I've got to make a note of that, but yeah. Yeah, you they, did let me know. They come like this big. Yeah, they're huge. So you can buy I a get... half one and you can buy yeah. a quarter one, whatever, whatever you need. Yeah, because Jason's they, Deli sells them, and they're like the size of a pizza. So I always just get the quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it will ruin you for <laughs> anybody else's muffaletta. Well, I so assume I, that Jason's Deli is the pinnacle of the, <laughs> the muffaletta. So <laughs> it's what I can get. But yeah, no, there's, there's, uh, you're, y'all keep adding to the list. I'm, I'm making notes. So I don't expect you to go to all the places. Like I said, oh, I do more than a week. <laughs> But here's some cool places. I mean, we're there Sunday. Th- well, we'll get there Sunday evening, Saturday morning. Because we're also staying um, in Marshall on the way there and the way back. Because my brother lives in uh, East Texas. So we're going to overnight. That way we don't have to do all the trip in one go. Because my body can't handle that. But So yeah, we're staying at the Roseville B&B on the way down and the way back. That sounds so. fancy. It's yeah. really cute. It was a really sweet little lady that took my reservation. She was very nice. Aww. So yeah, she was very sweet. And she asked me, asked, you know, just wondering what I was doing. I said, well, I'm, you know, passing through. My brother lives in town. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah very sweet. So see what the town, the big town of Marshall, Texas has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far from the border as far as I know. So because it's going to take us about three and a half hours to get there. And then what, another four to five hours to drive? To About five and a half hours, yeah, to, to go from there. Because, I mean, it's pretty much straight you know, from where we are. It's going to just be a straight shot all the way down the middle of the state to get to it. So it's about five hours. So you know. That'll be interesting. Not- the last time I remember going, um, the, the entire area uh, dri- driving through Louisiana was just a flooded, you know, wetland. But now we're in this huge drought, so I wonder if the water's still there. Well, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know what we see as we cut our way through there. So, yeah. Well, what about you, Kitty? What did you, besides the ghost tour, what else did you do there? Oh. Aside from the dirty skirt and the ghost tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, I don't even remember because I had just, like... So much happened. Um, it was right before my sister died. So I've kind of gotten some trauma overriding. <laughs> so, mm, sorry. Uh, but that said, 
I remember we were trying to go to one particular restaurant in the French Quarter. And one of the girls who was from there that was trying to show us around probably wound us through about 10 blocks or so, wib-wobbling through. And it turned out that from the where we parked at to the restaurant was two blocks. Oh, no. <laughs> but none of our cell phones were getting reception. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, we can't pull up maps. We can't figure out how to get to this place. She's saying that she knows where to go. And we're like, where is this freaking place? Haven't we passed this already? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't figure out how close it actually was until we left the restaurant to get back to the car. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, but wherever it was, it, the place itself was extremely cute. Of course, like anything down there, it's very quaint, very jam-packed. Um, and just, you know, getting the size of table that we needed to have for our group was kind of a, oh my gosh, are we going to be waiting for two hours for this uh, when we're just trying to go there on the fly? Thankfully, we did not have to wait two hours. <laughs> but um, it was probably one of those like weird off times. We were probably trying to go around like 3 p.m. or so. Yeah, in between lunch and dinner crowds. So it wasn't that yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of, I think, how we played most of that trip was zero plan. Let's just go and explore and see what we can find. So um, after we had had some of our beignets, um, we ended up wandering over to this nice little um, shopping area that had a lot of artists. And I even found some steampunk jewelry artists within this place and just digging around things that I'd never seen before and uh, finding a Mother's Day gift and <laughs> all that kind of fun stuff. Trying to take down people's information and <laughs> have it in my pile of cards that I have no idea what happened to those. <laughs> Because that's always what happens, especially when there was that like one particular business card design on Vistaprint for many years that yeah. everyone who had a steampunk business used it. So they all look the same and I have no yeah. idea what anyone did. I'm just like, <laughs> it's all the same branding. What? <laughs> Gotta uh, go with what's available. <laughs> but um, no, we, the really weird thing that happened to us was on the bus tour, the that we ended up at a 24-hour beignet place. And it was somewhere close to midnight-ish. It's definitely dark. And I don't know the name of the place. I couldn't tell you where it's at. But it looked like everyone who was working there were escaped mental facility patients <laughs> who decided as they escaped that they needed beignets. Oh, and no. then they decided to take over the place. Time to because make the none of the uniforms fit. <laughs> Like, they were all really Aww. oversized and baggy, very disheveled, <laughs> um, hair in weird directions everywhere. And the one lady, her lipstick was growing out from her mouth oh, all around. No. And we're just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> are, are the real workers tied up in the back? We don't know. We're not going back there. <laughs> Slinging all night beignets? Not easy. <laughs> I can only imagine what it's like to work at midnight in New Orleans in a beignet place. And at a place where it's right next to where there's a bunch of gators. So, you know, of course, we get told by our uh, tour team, by the way, if you decide to go wandering around out here, you need to leave your driver's license with us if we can't find oh, you. Oh, no. Because that way we'll, we'll be able to identify you if the gators eat you. Yeah, we're skipping the swamp, I'm just going to say. <laughs> 
this one. And there was, it was very just like, oh, haha, that's funny. And they're like, this isn't a no. joke, guys. No, yeah, no. This, this happens. Yep. It's worse than a landfill in Jersey. You never find anything in the swamps in Louisiana. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I threw out the idea of an airboat tour of the swamp, and Matt was like, <laughs> it's just. No, in the grand stay. scheme yeah. of what yeah. you can do, if the if the <laughs> potential um, bad things happening has more than a fifty percent chance of you being eaten, don't do it. We've just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe. That the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvelous, and I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey, broadcasting your marvelous music, and sail on to glory! If you would like to find out more about this program, Please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at Clockwork Cabaret. That's C-L-O-C-K-W-R-K Cabaret. Well, and I had just shared I had just shared the story with him of how when I was little, my family and I went to Colorado and we were doing the, the rafting down the river. I think it was eight years old and I wanted to see what the water felt like. So I oh, fell no. off of the raft into the water. I had a life jacket on. I was fine. That sounds a little bit better than my rafting experience in Colorado, which was during a drought. Oh, no. And we ended up on the water for over eight hours, and I had not put any sunblock on my legs. Oh, my God. I could not walk for a week afterwards due to the severe sunburn that I had, and I could not stand up straight for the second week. I I did that. I did that at a music festival, Edge Fest, back when I was in high school. I was wearing shorts and my Doc Martens. I was burned from my mid-thigh to my ankle. It was so bad. I went home and just sat in cold water. Did you guys experience uh, sun poisoning? I've done that, yep. Maybe. I mean, I know I got some real bad sunburns when I was little, and my mom mom was a nurse, so she would take care of us. If you had it, you'd know. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yes, there's the sunburn. But then there's also like you the feel deliriousness, like, like yeah, delirious and nauseousness. You, you just uh, you just feel sick. Yeah, that's what happened after that music festival with my legs. Yeah, it was yeah. it was gnarly. It was it was not good. Yeah, I think I ended up missing school for at least a day because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. Yeah, sunburns are no joke. They're not. Yeah. Well, and I was also, I mean, super goth, super super goth. So I had no. No protective layer to begin with. And I was out there in shorts and docks. Didn't even think about sunscreen. It was so, yeah. Now I've got our sunscreen all ready to go. It's going to be packed in the bag. Good. <laughs> so we, we can avoid can avoid that because we are both pasty. So, yeah, no. Going to be careful. Going to avoid the swamp. Stay so hydrated. Some, some drinking, right? What? We're getting lots of drinking. What? <laughs> um, an- another point of interest. Jean Lafitte's old absinthe house on the French Quarter, two uh, hundred year old bar there. Uh, since we were talking about absinthe some few episodes ago and how to prepare it, and we 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 didn't have consensus. This place is going to know how to do it. 
and you'll be the expert. <laughs> there was no consensus on how to prep absinthe? What? <laughs> I <laughs> forgot one of the steps, I think. I there forgot the... involved, yeah. and uh, I-, I think there might just be differences of opinion. I mean, it's shot of absinthe and a nice large glass, and you have your slotted spoon over with the, the glass with your sugar cube, and you and the drip water. the water down yeah. to cause the luching effect, and you yeah. can have one cube, or you can have two cubes, or you can have <laughs> shaped cubes, or whatever. What about the fire? That's the Cuban method, and it is not a traditional preparation method. <laughs> oh, where were you this couple episodes ago? <laughs> oh, probably recovering from heat exhaustion. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I now actually have my own absinthe fa- fountain. I have been wanting one of these things for 15 years or more. I finally have one. I'm Aww. so excited. It's beautiful. I just, I accidentally left a, some water in there and now it's really gross. So I've got to clean it. <laughs> is it uh, antique not, or is it a replica? No, it's, it's a reproduction, but it's okay. one of the most beautiful reproductions I've ever seen. So you've I'm, got all the little glasses and everything. I have a hodgepodge of glasses and I have some spoons, but I have very specific spoons that I want to get that are from Alchemy Gothic. Um, They have the Lafayette slotted spoons and yeah, they've been in my wish list for, uh, (laughs) I might actually get them soon. That would be awesome. So I've got like four different types of absinthe in my cabinet right now. Um, One of them is actually made in Bastrop. Um, and it was very tasty. It has a really beautiful Art Deco style of label on it. Um, can I remember the name of it? Of course not. Uh, <laughs> then I also got an Oregon one to try. And I remember that its label has this beautiful floral vine design on it. It's so awful. It's so bad. Don't get it. <laughs> um, thankfully, I found like the section of leftover Christmas bottles at Total Wine, so I could get a variety of absinths to try out that I've never tried before, and only pay around thirty dollars a bottle instead of splurging on a sixty to one hundred and twenty dollar bottle just to try them out. So I'm like, I didn't know Total Wine sold that. They do. <laughs> okay, because we've got one here in town. I didn't know they sold yes. that. I'll have to get some of that. Yeah, okay. I go to the one in Arlington. So I don't know if it would be a space issue. So if it's a smaller one, they might not. But if you get to one of the larger ones, then you've got more of a selection happening and you might be able to find them. Yeah, I know the one here in Denton is the size of a Walmart. It's massive. Nice. Yeah, you need a guide to get through that thing. <laughs> awesome. I know exactly where I need to go for the stuff that I need and I don't. I don't wander off the trail. Yeah, once once you start venturing, you're trapped in there for three hours. <laughs> Especially if it's on one of those days where they have someone that's doing the the samples, the food samples, the cheese, and all the the fancy wine foods. Yeah, you're, or just be in there. Yeah. a rep from Bishop Cider, and yes, <laughs> give me all the flavors. Wait, okay, where are you, Kitty? Are you I'm looking? in Grand Prairie. Okay, well, since you're up here closer than come out to Denton to Harvest House. And yeah, like I said, they usually have it like eight to 10 ciders on tap and awesome. it's always rotating. It's, it's just chalkboard menus with the taps underneath it. And it's just, it changes constantly. As soon as one tap is, you know, one, one keg is popped, they put something new in, just write it on the board. And so nice. it's always a rotating stock. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good place to hang out. Yeah. Have another uh, experience. Like I, I actually had a really weird one at Bishop Cidery. Um, I, they had a strawberry cheesecake cider that was, and it was one of their, we're going to experiment. We're going to see what the reception <laughs> is. 
Do you remember the lip smacker lip balms? <laughs> yes, I do. You, got, like, you put it on and you had that little, oh, strawberry cheesecake. No, yeah. And then after about five seconds, the flavor's gone and you just yeah. have lip balm taste. Yeah. That's what this cider was like. Yeah. Down to the lip balm taste. And I was very confused. <laughs> But also nostalgic. <laughs> well, one of the bartenders at Harvest House was telling me that they had a like a peppermint cider at Christmas. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how that would. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's face. I don't know. I can't. Cider is fruit, so I can't reconcile peppermint with a mint. This is mint. This is good. But mint in the cider. <laughs> well, yeah, I was I was told that I needed to go to, to the bishop to go to bishops and try all the different things that they have. But he, he said their Christmas ciders are amazing. So yeah, I've only uh, had like say, I said, you know, it's the cidercade that will get some of the weirder ones. But don't go there with a high clearance vehicle. <laughs> Catalytic what? converter. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, the place is great. <laughs> Duly noted. I will keep that in mind. Because they do have the uh, the original tasting room in uh, Bishop Arts District. Okay. And they will have some of the weird ones there on tap. But generally, they want to be selling the one that they're trying to sell. Um, so they don't have as much of the weird and wild flavorings that they'll do. And they just throw them over to Cidercade because, <laughs> hey, get booze, play games. If you don't like it, get a different booze. That's what <laughs> I usually do games. up there. Yeah, I just keep switching off to a different one, you know? Yeah. yeah. They've got one something right now called Vikings Blood up there, <clears throat> but it's Ooh. 19 proof, 19% rather. Yeah. <laughs> I have, my advisor gets it, has gotten it several times. I oh. do not want to go near it because that is, yeah, I still need to be able to get home at the end of the day. So yeah, yes. but I've heard it's really, really tasty. I've not tried it. I might the next time I have someone that's driving me home. But yeah, there's some weird stuff. They got kombucha too. They got a whole bunch of weird shit up Ooh, there. So yes. yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. were what were some of the other absinthe preparations that y'all were debating about? Well, I had we were talking about the steps, but I think I had forgotten the sugar cube or something. Okay. Yeah. I can't there, remember the impression that lighting the sugar cube on fire was necessary and important. Yeah, we that was the or yeah, because I had okay. never I don't think I had heard it being lit so on fire. The Cuban method is you take the sugar cube and you dip it in the shot of absinthe so that you make it flammable. And then you have it on the spoon, light that on fire so it drips down into the absinthe, and then you can loosen it. And so that I way think you that get was... a, a caramelized sugar flavor yeah. in it, yeah. which apparently is, is not... Traditional. It's not, <laughs> it's not traditional. Oh. We don't do that here. <laughs> so one of the really cool, uh, I think there's like one photograph that remains of it is an absinthe pipe where you take ice, crush it up and fill the bowl of the pipe. And then it has a straw coming from the bottom of the bowl up and over for you to sip out of. And then you pour your absinthe over the ice and allow the ice to loosh a little bit as it melts as you're sipping on the absinthe. Oh, that's weird. I looked it up. Yeah. That's... Oh, fancy. It looks very cool. Trying it does. Trying to find one of those really reproductions, cool. they are expensive. Uh, this <laughs> one least... that I found is $60. Oh, 
Okay, some of the ones I was seeing back when I was uh, researching it were like 150 plus. So it'd be right. nice if there were some less expensive ones out there. Right, now. I tossed the one I found into private chat. I mean, I, this is just from a Ooh, you know yes. quick Google, so I don't know if it's what the quality would be, but oh, huh. and they've got a little reservoir there to catch the sugar cube. That's very cool. Yeah. Oh, it looks like you had a smoke out of it. <laughs> I know, it looks like a bong. I mean, it does. It does. <laughs> but it's meant for absinthe. Yeah, well, now that I know that that's a total wine, I'm going to have to go for some. And then, like, my favorite one is St. George's Absinthe because it's got a little bit of uh, wintergreen flavor that will come through. Uh, the only thing is, you got to drink through that bottle before it oxidizes. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much time are we talking? Like, I don't Drinking know. Like I've had these bottles for a long time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but they did not stay really green for very long. Or yeah. maybe I just didn't check on them repeatedly. But probably around like a year or so is what you're looking at for trying to go through one. I think I've had these for eight years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's time to, to clean out, maybe. I'm Get not a fast new. drinker. <laughs> Neither am I. I've got gin and whiskey that just kind of sits there because it's not the whiskey I use at Christmas and eggnog and I don't touch it any other time yeah. the rest of the year. <laughs> and I, I have that, uh, this is more expensive than everything else. So I'm going to save it for a special <laughs> occasion. Parcel it out. I've never even tried absinthe though. Thax, have you actually tried oh. absinthe? Oh yes. When, when I got together with Erica, uh, she's, she's got two or three different bottles of, of absinthe. So yeah, I, I tried them. And what was your favorite? I, I didn't. Uh, you didn't like. I didn't love them. I mean, this is it's a licorice just a strong licorice flavor yeah. um, that I, I couldn't uh, really take too much of. And so those bottles are still in the house. So for your 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 eight year bottle, these are at least sixteen years old. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's something else completely now. <laughs> Maybe. Oh man. Now and one of the early times of uh me trying absinthe was at um oh my gosh movie theater alamo there we go oh okay. alamo draft house yes they, and they were there? doing a uh, moulin rouge ah uh, event and so of course part of that was bringing absinthe out for the big absinthe scene it was so terrible <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the quality absinthe <laughs> oh no because well whoever was doing this event one probably didn't know how to prepare it properly so they watered it down severely uh, two they probably tasted it and went oh gosh we're serving this to people <laughs> because uh, our modern society generally looks down upon licorice flavor it's not a flavor we like we like sweet things i like licorice but i'm a weirdo <laughs> It's a small percentage yeah. of us It's now. an acquired taste. Yeah, it's an acquired it's taste. Yeah. I do not do licorice, but <laughs> I went into trying absinthe knowing that it was a licorice flavor. Most people have no idea. Yeah. So they, <laughs> and they put so, so much sugar into it that it was, it was like you were having uh, still watered down syrup with a little bit of licorice flavor is what we got uh. served. It was bad. Like somebody Googled it real quick and threw something together and it was. <laughs> Slash, we only bought so much absinthe. 
within our yeah. budget and we have to parse it out for this entire theater. Yeah. So Lord. there was that. And then there was the $10 bottle of absinthe that a friend got at one point. <laughs> I decided to mix it with Sprite. Oh. Don't do that. No. I mean, you know, sometimes I mean, have we have to take our mixers where we can get them. <laughs> yeah. If you want to have death in the afternoon, that's one thing. Get you a good champagne. You do your absinthe and your champagne. Ta-da. Good to go. But um, don't just throw <laughs> it in the Sprite, please. <laughs> it's the poor man's Prosecco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I also now have a, um, an absinthe brewing kit that I bought from someone at TRF that I've not tried out. But that, that will be interesting. That's going to be a fun experiment. I hope it will be. Uh, yeah, could go one of several ways, but we will stay tuned for that. Yeah. yeah. Now, there have been uh, absinthe brewing kits on the market for a very long time, um, trying to get around the absinthe restrictions. That the restrictions, were, the wormwood restrictions, yeah. Yeah, the Fijon yeah. uh, restrictions that were in fact for all these years because of one guy murdering his family. Um, yeah. But, I didn't even know that we frowned on that here anymore. Huh? What? Hey, aren't you allowed to murder your family in this country? I was trying to figure out where you were going with that, if it was the Wormwood or the murder. <laughs> Do you know the story? Do you know the story? No, I don't. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the story that I found for why absinthe was banned in the U.S. is that this guy went on a bender at his local bar and I mean, his receipt list is ridiculous. You kind of wonder, how did you even make it home and grab a weapon kind of thing? But the last thing that he had was absinthe. <clears throat> and so that trial portrayed absinthe as this horrific thing that he hallucinated. The hallucinations, uh, yeah. And caused him to murder his entire family. And if he hadn't had the absinthe, then none of this would have happened. Yeah, he was probably hallucinating because of the amount of alcohol he drank. Because of alcohol poisoning? Probably. Yeah, I'd always heard, I, I'd always heard the wormwood thing was that that was why you can get real absinthe over here. So yeah, yeah. I had heard about that, but I didn't know about well, that And that law was rescinded several years back. I don't remember when. Oh, okay. So we get the real thing now. Ah. Or you can get the real thing now. Hmm. Um, Do you hallucinate quick. from it? I, yeah, so that's what I've heard. You don't actually hallucinate from it. No. Um, before we go, because I know we're getting close to the end, I wanted to tell everybody real quick that the um, we've got some more steampunk Legos that are... <laughs> yeah, steampunk Legos that are gaining support. Um, so, you know, everybody jump on that bandwagon. The, uh, the motorized steampunk Skyship, it is under review. It got its 10K support. I'll toss in. It is gorgeous. And I looked at this guy, the guy that created it. Um, he's got a couple of things. He's the one that did the Steampunk Explorers set too. And that is also in review right now. So the Steampunk Explorers and the Steampunk Skyship are being reviewed by Lego. So hopefully <laughs> we'll get a Steampunk like I saw that on the Steampunk on the, the Steampunk Explorer, so I wanted to get that out there real quick. See, I did my homework tonight. <laughs> I did non-alcohol, non-New Orleans related homework. But yeah, I was excited when I saw that. And I know that you were too, Thax, because I saw your, your when oh, I posted it, it on Facebook. It's a cool so. little, little airship. That's beautiful. Design. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, his sets are really beautiful. He and he's got a whole bunch of because I was looking through the the artist's page. He's got a whole bunch of nifty little things. He's got a witch house right now that he's trying to get support for. So, but yeah, the steampunk stuff. Go, you know, if it's still open to do it, go make your interest known. See if we can finally get it into production. I would be happy to buy those and then <laughs> drop all the pieces and step on them in the middle of the night, and I can curse like my father. Are you a, are you a Lego <laughs> collector? Me? No, my brother. My brother was, like I said, I, I that's one of my fondest childhood memories before my parents got divorced was getting my brother huge Lego sets for Christmas and then hearing my dad cursing in the middle of the night. <laughs> the, it was either Lego pieces or pieces from my Barbie uh, department store set. So you just hear my dad in the middle of the night walking through the living room. But yeah, my brother, he used to have just massive amounts of Legos, like the big carrying cases full of them so but the sets just look cool they look fun you know i think it'd be a lot of fun to get one and put it together i think i could do that without losing my focus so <laughs> <laughs> you know for a little while Rita says, See, I, exactly. I have lots of them i would like to make room for steampunk legos too Rita, exactly I, I have other friends who are also full-grown adults who are super into the whole lego thing um my friend chris has the uh the disney um, Sleeping Beauty's Castle Lego sets, and, and all the like the Mickey Mouse and and Disney little characters <laughs> that he's got around the castle. Aww. <laughs> well, it's just a fun way to challenge yourself. And if you mess up, you don't really mess it up. You can. It's not like the dollhouses that I keep trying to put together where you glue something in the wrong place. <laughs> You've got a problem. These you can just take apart and you know fix them if you have to. Yeah, I, I see some <laughs> some YouTube videos of somebody putting together their Lego sets sort of beyond the scope of Lego's design so that they're like bendy and you can make it <laughs> curved surfaces with them and stuff. It, it kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Bendy I never Legos? had enough Legos to make a single one of these things, but they, they're cool. <laughs> well, that's Just why that. we need the entire set. Actual <laughs> sets of these. Already packaged and ready to go. <laughs> I don't know if want to talk about New Orleans anymore. I could go on. <laughs> on, on. Uh, when was the last time you were there? Uh, I think uh, 2017. Okay. okay. Um, Flavio came and, and, and Erica, we, we all went by bus and we, we saw, uh, we met the, the local steampunk community, some of them there. Um, so uh, let me shout out to the uh, Greater New Orleans Steampunk Association. And the Baton Rouge area Steampunk Society, which can both be found on Facebook if you are in New Orleans happen or Louisiana happen to be listening to our show. Uh, <laughs> they are they are the folks to get in contact with. There are probably others that I, I don't know about, but those two uh, are definitely groups in your area. Both of them haven't had a post since like two, uh, 2021 or, or older, which I think is happening across the board. Um not just in the steampunk community, but like a lot of like creators and bands, they just sort of went off the off the airwaves uh, through through uh, through the COVID. Yeah, so, the pandemic yeah. ruined it. Yeah, I like to think they're the still way. out there. They just uh, haven't gotten themselves uh, together and and out doing things again. But uh, still worth reaching out reaching out to. Well, hopefully, we'll have steampunk November again this year. So yeah. back yeah. finally. After its yeah. absence, yeah, it's cool to look forward to. Yeah, and, and hopefully the the hundred degree days will have settled down by yeah. then. By November, 
I hope so. But we're gonna die. I don't know. The weather has been really, really weird the last few years. Really weird. I keep waiting for. Well, I'm not gonna say that because I don't want to think. So, I just hope we all get through the summer in one piece. Yes, without um, much um, power outages. I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the thing. Well, it's it's already started. I'm no. Yeah, Grand I know. Has already. Had that happen it, last weekend, yeah. I think. Yeah, I heard some places have had some some problems already. But <clears throat> yeah, let's hope we can avoid that. Texas. <laughs> you know, no no national grid for us. Nope. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think uh, Ted Cruz is still blaming uh, the president for uh, us mm. not being able to keep our power on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Hey, as long as you can hoof it onto a plane from Mexico, what are you worried about? <laughs> I mean, come on. And leaving your dog behind, too. Poor oh. little dog. Is in the door. Oh. What is that? Oh. That was so weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> I don't know. Don't get me started with that. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. That's a different conversation we will have at another time. <laughs> oh, but doesn't like it either. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Weird times in Texas. Weird weather times in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe the maybe the heat will just end early since it started early, and and really? we can get on with with our fall and and pre Halloween plans. Yes, yes, fall is my time. My favorite Which, time hey, of year. I mean, places are already starting to get Halloween stock in because, of course, <laughs> we need four months of Halloween yes. stuff yes, in stores. Yes. That's yes. probably the stuff yes. they ordered last year, and it's finally <laughs> arriving. Probably. No, they ordered it two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they were on the, 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 the boat that got stuck in the canal, it may have taken a little yes. while to get here. Yeah. Yep. That one little yep. crane trying to you know, dig it out. <laughs> the tinker toy. Sitting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still want the 12 foot Home Depot skeleton. Oh, I want that so bad. They're, They're so hard to Yeah. Huh? There's the pumpkin head one. And I think they have a new release. They're so hard to get year. though. They go so yeah. fast. I think you yeah. have to order it online, and it's the yeah. only way you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you seen the picture of the guy driving one home with it in his Mini Cooper? No. He's got it on the top. Yeah. Because I, I, I was like, because my husband has a Mini, I'm like, we need to do that. Yeah. He's got it like bungeed to the top of the Mini Cooper. It's on its back. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is amazing. Yes. Like I he kind of killed it and is taking it home like a hunter. <laughs> Yes, he's like Fred Flintstone driving this thing home. It's amazing. Yeah, because Matt wants to get it and have it up on the the roof, like it's coming down over the roof into the front yard. Yeah, because it's not going to fit in our house. Our ceilings are, are yeah, but we want to put it outside with all of our other Halloween tchotchkes. So I don't know. Maybe I'll try to see if I can get us one this year. See, my yeah. thought is, what are you going to do after Halloween? Where are you going to store it? You keep You're it out and decorate it. Leave it out Put and make costumes it. for other holidays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Easter what else would you around? do with a 12th of skeleton? ears on it. I mean, <laughs> have a little Easter basket. Yes. You can dress them up with some sparklers for 4th of July. You know. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. <laughs> exactly. You know, there are a wealth nice, of uh, options. Red beard. <laughs> <laughs> the only limit is your imagination. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess I guess we better <laughs> on that note <laughs> for the evening. Uh, this has been fantastic, Kitty. Thank you for uh, yes, thank you for tuning You're in welcome. and helping us with this episode since Jack couldn't make it. 
How dare he? Has anybody been checking Messenger to see if he's furiously messaging us to get on? Uh, I haven't seen anything new. Yeah, he's I'm gone. I'm afraid he's to go back to Facebook because it keeps wanting to play our show. <laughs> yeah, Which he's been cool, sleeping. This... That it's awkward. Yeah, he's in the sleep of the Nyquil right now. So. Oh, sweet Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we do need to uh, give our thanks to our, our patrons over on Patreon.com. Uh, the Dowager Duchess, Claire Bear, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, Kitty, thank You're you. Thank you, Kitty. And uh, Rita and Lawrence Allen, who are, are watching the show right now. Thank you, guys. You are uh, letting us keep the lights on and, and uh, pay for hosting the podcast. So we appreciate you. Um, if you're listening to this later and didn't realize, we are on Facebook at Texas <laughs> Connection. Uh, you can email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com, uh, which is nice because if you leave comments on Facebook under our show, like we we miss them if they're more than a few days after the show. It is Facebook makes it difficult. Um, we do have a podcast if you weren't aware of that. Uh, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com and uh, I will post this on Friday there once I've done some editing. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, Blue Stocking helps us out with uh, Twitter at TXSteamConnect1 and eventually it, we get to YouTube and Rumble through <laughs> Jack's Steam Chest subscription box. Uh, so check those out or, or check out his, his subscription box which is pretty cool too. Um our music comes from zapsplat.com uh, for free, as long as I say that it's come from zapsplat.com. <laughs> so I appreciate them, uh, which is cool. Um, and uh, Blue Stocking is about to venture off into New Orleans for a week, which be awesome. If you don't hear from me, search the bayou. <laughs> Avenge me. <laughs> <laughs> If you get a chance, be sure to jump on the St. Charles trolley. It's probably as old as the Victorian era. I've read it, about that in the Witching Hour, too. Yes. <laughs> it, it's a real cool experience just taking the trolley down St. Charles. And uh, when you get to the end, there's a, what's it called? It? The Camille, Camellia Grill, which okay. is like a little lunch counter there. Okay. Uh, that's, that's amazing. But. Uh, even if you skip that and just take the trolley, you'll go through the garden district and there's a lot of beautiful things to, to yes. see kind of away from uh, Bourbon Street. But uh, everything's so cool there. Now so I'm cool. going to the garden district because that's where Anne Rice's house was, the house that she actually lived in and wrote into the witching hour. So, no, I will be there staring at the house like a weirdo. Probably not the only one. <laughs> no, you won't be the only one. No. <laughs> but uh, that's where they have a lot of the uh, um, above ground cemeteries. You can yeah. see all the ornate uh, cemetery structures there. There'll probably be ghost tours. Yep, uh, doing that. Yep. Okay, all right. Already on hear, it, man. Want to hear about that when you get back? Because New Orleans has got to be one of the most haunted towns in entire United States. Yes. Haunted I'm terrified, by very excited. And weird Anne Rice fanboys and all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> yes, so jealous. Jealous, jealous. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to throw in last minute before we sign off? Good. Not that I can think of. All right, then. Well, uh, until next time, uh, when you'll be back from New Orleans, we'll hear about all sorts, sorts of new stories. <laughs> until then, mind your gauges. Mind gauges. Gauges. <laughs>